What's up, everyone? You are listening to another episode of the Alaskan Grappler podcast. I am your host, Dennis Ackman. On this episode, I had the pleasure of sitting down with Ellie Shoemaker from North Pole. Ellie is an absolute beast on the mat, having won two 10 invitationals and finishing runner-up as a sixth grader. She also is a three-time state finalist and a three-time state champion in her high school campaign with one year left to go. On this episode, we talk about how she got into the sport, her strengths, her weaknesses, what she thinks it takes to be successful, a funny story ending in her doing a wrestling camp while wearing an oven mitt, her toughest opponents, favorite moments, and so much more. This podcast was recorded during the middle of a spring break camp at IGA, so the audio might be a little weird with some of the transitions and me having to cut some things out from people coming in and out of the office, but still got a solid podcast out of it. Before I kick on that audio, though, please follow the Alaskan Grappler on Facebook and Instagram if you don't already. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please give a thumbs up and subscribe. Let's talk briefly about the coronavirus. Everyone has been impacted in some way all across the world, so please be smart, please be safe, do it for yourself, and do it for your families. We are all going through tough times right now, but this too shall pass. Now, without further delay, here's that interview with Ellie Shoemaker. So, when did you start wrestling, and why or who got you into it? I started wrestling in the sixth grade. My dad was the North Pole Middle Wrestling coach, and so it was really important to him that I try it. And I really didn't want to do it. I had no interest in it whatsoever. I'd been watching wrestling since I was a little kid, but I just it was not something that I wanted to do. But Did you end up just doing it because your dad was the coach and because your brother was doing it before you, or...? I did it because my dad would be really disappointed if I didn't. My next question for you then is, who's been your biggest influences so far? I'm assuming since your dad got you into it, made you wrestle, that he's got to be one of them. See the only ones, or a couple, your brother, your Mm -hmm. high school head coach. Who do you got? My dad and my brother are big influences, and Bockard and Michaela. They really pushed me to keep going, and there's a lot of encouragement from Bockert, which is really sweet. So the other thing is that you know... You only know about state finals matches, correct? You took, according to what I looked at, you took second at Tanana in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and then first, first, and then right now you're a three-time state champion for high school. How do you stay motivated while being so successful? Like, what makes you, like, keep pushing to want to to just keep kicking ass, basically? Definitely wanting to stay on top. My dad said if I don't keep training, I might not take state next year again. And so that's why I'm here. Are you really competitive or like, I guess what I was trying to get at is like, what keeps you like motivated to try to keep winning? Is it just the fact that now you're a three-time state champ? So now you're trying to be that four-time state champ or you just want, you just want to keep winning or what? I definitely want to keep winning. That's important to me. I think it would be really upsetting (laughs) I didn't get that four time and I actually had a couple losses this year which is a wake-up call I realized that I can't just coast through every match because girls are getting tougher and I have to keep up with them well I guess that kind of leads into my next question as far as like next high school season what are your goals is your goals just to win another state title then or do you have another like underlying goal like you want to win a title and go undefeated or the state title is the main the most important thing right now uh, the state title is definitely the most important. Um, it's not the end of the world if I lose a match. Um, I took it pretty well this season when I lost. Uh, I just kind of knew, like, yeah, I wasn't working as hard as I should have been, and I'll have to make sure I do better next time. So you think those losses actually help you tr- helped you last season at least try to be like, okay, like, I, I still have work to do. I still can't, like you said, just, like, coast. I still have to try to, like, just keep pushing and be better so I can be on the top of my game at the end of the year yeah it's definitely easy to want to slow down and 
let your training go, but I definitely still have to keep working. So tell me about the girls wrestling out in North Pole. What what makes North Pole wrestling for girls in particular so good? They've won that I can remember. They've won every middle school Tanner Invitational since they've been keeping track of girls scoring. And then you guys just won a state title for girls for high school. What makes the North Pole girls so good out there? It's my dad and his want to make girls wrestle. Um, he does a lot for us. And, you know, that's six years of him trying really hard for the girls. And after six years of him training us, we finally got a high school championship team. And What's it like having your dad as a coach? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Are there times where you guys butt heads? Is he a different high school coach than he is in middle school as far as, like, pushing you guys? He's a lot the same. He's always trying to make us better and find moves for us moves that work for us and he records us so we can watch ourselves and get better um he just does so much for us and gotcha and then what's it like having him as a coach being your dad compared to just being another coach does that seem to like play into anything for you at all as far as like he's a little harder on you or maybe easier or anything like that at all in practice i'm treated a lot like everybody else it's just that wrestling comes home with me can't just let it go and leave it <laughs> no Sometimes it makes me crazy, like it's always like how I could be doing better. It's like I just got off of practice. I've been wrestling for actually five hours now. Really don't want to keep talking about I, it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And so that's definitely it's challenging. What sets you apart from the people that you wrestle? What what do you think gives you the edge? Is it mentality or technique? Just your will to win? I mean, I'm sure there's other girls out there who start wrestling when they're in sixth grade that haven't had the same success that you have had. Will to win when I when I was starting out, I, when I didn't have a lot of skill, it was definitely just will and um, keep trying. And then as I got better, I just got really talented and skilled. And um, I think it's also like a confidence thing too. Mm -hmm. Do you think that you get a lot of pressure since you know that you've had the success that you've had? Like, do you feel pressured to like do well from I don't know your family, your coaches, your team, just being like, hey, you know, we know what she's capable of and what she's done so far, and, like, that's expected of you every time. Do you feel that pressure at all? Or Yeah, from my teammates or... Does that pressure, like, get to you in, like, a bad way or a good way, do you think? Like, does it negatively affect you when you're like, man, like, I'm stressed out because of all the pressure, or do you, like, thrive on it and you're like, all right, like, I'm going to go show them? One advantage I have is um, just really good mental game. Some people, they get scared in the match or they're pressured and they shut down and they don't do as well. Sure. I'm really unaffected by that, which is um, good for me and good for... In your words, or what you've gone through so far, and I imagine it's more than one thing, what do you think it takes to be successful in wrestling? A lot of hard work, talent helps, a smart wrestler, one that like knows how to scramble and scrap, that just helps a lot. Okay, so you said what it takes, what you think it takes to be successful in wrestling. What do you think the what's what's the hardest part about wrestling? For me, it's the stress. When I was younger, it was definitely very obvious how much it stressed me out, and I really couldn't handle it. But I pushed through, and it's made me to the person I am today. Training is definitely really hard. It's hard on your body. Some people get injured, and I've been really fortunate to never have had a major injury. Well, speaking of training, then, do you have to cut a lot of weight? Girls don't cut as much weight as guys, so it might not sound like a lot, but I, um, in the summer for freestyle season, like going down to nationals and stuff, I can cut 10, maybe over 
um, pounds, and that's really hard for somebody like me. I was gonna say is that some people can cut weight like it's nothing, and some people really struggle. Are you, does it, is it really hard for you to cut those pounds? Yeah, it hurts and it affects my mood. And yeah, <laughs> get a little hangry. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be training at the same time, and just you feel very hollow, and yeah. it's not an easy thing to go through. And yeah. It's not a lot of. It's not something that people usually experience. Right. Rumor has it, and I won't name any names, but I kind of actually already told you about it before we, we sat down, but someone tried cutting your finger off. This is what I was told. Someone tried cutting your finger off the day before a wrestling camp, and then you had to wear an oven mitt over your hand while doing a camp. Mm-hmm. Is it, so tell me the story. This is your brother, by the way. He told me this. Yeah. I asked him, I was like, hey, do you have any stories about your sister that I can ask her to clarify or to tell me about? And he's like, one time I had this great idea to try to cut her finger off. And then I was just like, uh, what? So <laughs> when, when was this? How um, old were you? I, I think I was in the seventh grade. So he actually tried cutting your finger off? Or like, is that a joke? And he did something that hurt your finger i don't know he he's joking um we were just chilling out on the couch together he had his friend over and he's playing with his butterfly knife he's flipping it all around and he's like it'll be really funny if i pretend to stab her and he starts like jabbing it at my leg and your I get brother re- or his friend my brother oh, okay i get really uncomfortable like Please there's a knife me. <laughs> there's a knife coming at me so like i grab his wrist and i try to get away and in that transaction i guess my hand hit it you can see the scar right there okay it's your left ring finger yeah yeah and you had to get stitches yeah like right before it there was blood everywhere my gosh was your dad pissed your brother said that he's the one who made you wear an oven mitt was that is that true too no my dad my dad made me wear an oven mitt oh he made you wear an oven mitt during camp yeah (laughs) okay because he didn't want the stitches to come out so i had like a finger brace over my finger but that had metal on it and my dad didn't want me to like cut somebody or something yeah so he made me put an oven mitt over that and it was so embarrassing (laughs) and even like days and days into the camp i'd be wearing it and people would look at me so funny it's like can't you see that i have stitches and a metal brace on my hand how many times did you have to explain the story to people like why you're wearing an oven mitt like hey i'm not just a weirdo i'm wearing an oven mitt because i just came from a cooking competition (laughs) nobody asked really really they just thought you were just a freak yeah they wouldn't ask this girl's weird we don't want to practice with her i want somebody else dang okay that's pretty funny let's talk about your pre-match routine do you have a pre-match routine like a certain warm-up you do or something or, or a time where you decide to get up and get loose some people have a certain thing that they do every single time you know like when mm-hmm. the i don't know when they announce when they start like you wrestle at a smaller weight class so right when they start announcing the 103 pound matches i'm gonna get up and start you know hit some hall sprints or jumping jacks or some push-ups or just kind of bounce around do you have a specific thing that you do every time before matches it's definitely not specific. Changes dependent on how I'm feeling or what season I'm in. Because in freestyle season, it'll definitely be a lot more serious. Um, right. I get up a couple weight classes before my match. Um, I might do some sprints because that really gets your heart rate going. I might think about what I'm going to do in my match. You want to have like an idea of what you're going to do based on the opponent that you have and um, and what you've been practicing. Like, and that needs to be flexible too, so maybe drill those moves. Like, and do you have anything like when you go out to the mat? Like some people do, like I don't know, a prayer. Some people jump up as high as they can in the air. Anything like that at all? Out of curiosity, I've seen you wrestle a ton. I just don't like think about this when I watch people wrestle. Like, oh, they do that every time. 
sometimes when I'm going up to the table and I'm very anxious, I just try to like take a deep breath and calm down and just calm your nerves a little bit. Yeah, maybe get a little angry. Like, Smack yourself? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Well, I was going to ask another question, but real quick, we'll go into uh, something else before I forget because I don't have it written down here. What are your plans for this this summer or this off season? Are you going to certain camps? Right now we're in the middle of this like spring break camp that they're doing here at IGA, but are you doing any camps or any specific tournaments out of town or anything like that? I'm still deciding because going to camps is like a big commitment for me and your dedication and you're getting burnt out it's oh, something yeah. you really have to think about doing because you don't want to like get burnt out in the middle of it and yeah, you don't want to take that passion away by getting burnt out wrestle 24 yeah. 7 and that's definitely something that's happening happening to me right now so i want to make sure that i'm making the right decision by going to camp and if i don't maybe i'll stay here in fairbanks and just enjoy your summer <laughs> i might just stay here and train with uh, Bockert. Oh, there you go. At least sure. keep my skill up. Okay, now we'll go back to the question I was going to ask after the pre-match routine thing is, do you have a specific post-weigh-in go-to food or drink? Like every time after you weigh in, you're always getting this to eat and you're always getting this to drink or? This season, it was bang energy. If the caffeine hits you right, then you're really hyped up and that's good for my match. And then what about a go-to food? Whatever I'm craving. Gotcha. Usually something decently healthy good for the match um what are you doing when you're not wrestling what kind of hobbies you got playing video games do other sports not big on the sports i'm actually like only good at wrestling which is okay. kind of funny <laughs> i have a job i want to get do you another, do? Uh, i work at a salon okay cool like a guest service receptionist type deal how do you like that it's it's really nice i like to be a hairdresser when i'm older okay so. well you answered one of my questions of what are your plans after you graduate are you there's a school for that, right? Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. Is it, isn't it called it's a certain type of school? Hairdresser school? Barber school. <laughs> Barber school? Whatever it is. Uh, cosmetology. Cosmetology. There you go. That's that's actually the word I was looking for. So what made, what made you, makes you want to do that? Yeah, it's something that I have fun doing. Like, obviously a generic answer, but it's something that I think I could do every day. Well, no, I mean, that's important. You, you want to be able to do something that you're going to have fun doing or that you like doing. You don't want to have a job where you're going to hate going to work or waking up and being like, damn it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, as I'm just getting older, I'm realizing like, I don't like going to school every day. I don't like wrestling every day. Yeah. And so <laughs> hairdressing seems like something that I could maybe wake up and look forward to doing. So do you not plan to wrestle after high school then? This once high school's done, you're done. That's the idea for right now. I mean, obviously you still have a whole another year to go, but I mean, you already mentioned kind of getting burnt out, and obviously if you wrestle the next level, it's even more involved than yeah, the high school level. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Is if I'm having a hard time staying dedicated now, then it's just going to be even worse. Yeah. It's going to be another four years of even harder training and even bigger tournaments, and, and even being more miserable. <laughs> yeah, and it, I just don't know if I can do it. Is your dad pushing you to want to do that at all, or does he kind of, not necessarily not care, but he just wants you to do whatever you want, or does he want you to try to pursue that? He definitely cares. I, he wishes I would do it, but it's, I think something like that's not something you can make somebody do. Like, right. the harder you push, the more pushback you're going to get, the more miserable I'm going to be. So I'm trying to help him realize that like, that's not yeah, where I want. Yeah, you don't want me to be unhappy doing something for... You know, not wasting four years, but another four years of just, like I said, being miserable. Are you a good student? Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore? Why not? 
I lost motivation for a lot of stuff. Um, it's just because lack of like caring as much. But are you so. a bad student? No. Just doing enough to get by, or yeah, doing enough to get by. Gotcha. I got a couple more here, and then we're gonna wrap it up and call it quits. We kind of hit on some other stuff earlier than I meant to, which is fine. But who or is the toughest person that you can think of that you maybe have wrestled in the state? You can think about it. I can ask you some other questions real quick if you want to put it in the back of your mind. Sure. Let's ask you this one. What do you think your biggest strengths and weaknesses are, or one, when it comes to wrestling? Motivations, a weakness. Um, it's something that I had, for sure, and the more I try to have fun with it, it just kind of goes away. And It's like, oh, I don't really want to push hard this practice. I just want to have fun. I want to talk to my teammates. When before, maybe when I wasn't as close of friends with my teammates, it was like... Well, I'm here. Does your social life take a uh, take a big hit when it comes to wrestling, or do most of your like friends are on the wrestling team, or it, a little bit of both? A bit of both now, but when I was starting out, wrestling like weighed me down so much that it set me back, kind of like a social way for a lot of years, and I was really unhappy with that. So I had to like build myself back up. Uh, what about a biggest strength? You think there's something in particular that you're like really good at? I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier, I guess. Maybe mentality, your your mental state when you go out there. Yeah, I, I don't get shot down by anything. Um, I have my dad and I have my coaches that have helped me a lot. Definitely a natural talent and athleticism that I only have for wrestling. <laughs> Any idea on the on the toughest person yet? Well, it's different. It's somebody different every year, so it's hard to like pin down one. We'll name off a couple people. Just maybe just a couple tough people that you've wrestled that have just given you some hell. Kirsten Bacher and Ashley Andrews were two that I struggled with this year. They gave me some losses, but I came back from those, and I pulled it off in the state finals match, so that's Perfect. all that matters. That's all that matters, how you do at the end, not how you do at the beginning. Well, let's finish off this interview with asking you, do you have a favorite match or moment from any year that you've ever wrestled? A time where you're like, I will never forget I don't know, that first Tana Invitational you won, the first state title you won in high school, or maybe a moment where you overcame adversity in one of your matches or something like that, where you're like, yeah, hell yeah. Or avenge a loss, for example. Well, maybe I should have said this person was the hardest person to wrestle. I was in the sixth grade, and I had to wrestle this girl named Heidi Warner um, three or more times. And um, Where is she from? She's from the Valley. Oh, okay. And every time I wrestled her, it was just such a battle. And I usually pinned her with a head and arm, which um, I don't support at all. But I always beat her every time. And then at the Tanana um, semifinals match, her coach yelled out, all she's got's a head and arm. And by that, at that point in the season, I had learned other moves. And then I pinned her with a cradle. <laughs> so that was like maybe a favorite moment, getting up, looking over your coaches. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't really actually have anything else for you. I wanted to, you know, thank you for coming on and wish you all the success this year coming up this summer. You know, if you do any camps or whatever, cool. If not, you know, my only advice for you would be do it while you have fun. If you're feeling like you're getting burnt out, I'm not a type I mean, I don't know you other than us sitting down and talking right now, but I know from my little brother who started wrestling when he was six and had all the success in the world, and I kind of just had this ex- expectation in my mind that he was going to go on to college and do like great things, and by the time his senior year got finished, he was just like, I'm just done. I can't do this anymore. I'm just tired of it, tired of cutting weight, tired of the practices. He just got burnt out on it, and it just... 
and I, as as lame as it was for me to be like, man, that you know, that sucks. And are you sure? And I really don't think that you're making the right move, you know, now. And then after a while, I kind of thought more about it, and it's just like, yeah, you know, that's something. you got to do everything. Like you, you got to look out for your best interest. And if you're getting burnt out on it, like I said, college is another four years or whatever of being even more more involved. That's probably not yeah. probably not for the best. That's an idea my family is struggling with. Like. I don't want it's to. just hard because they've seen you achieve so much success and then for that for them to feel like you've spent all this time and effort doing all this to achieve the success you have and to not take it further it takes a while and I know from experience like I just said it takes a while to kind of wrap your head around being like well just because we think it's the best or just because of what you've accomplished doesn't necessarily mean it's the best thing for you yeah. but you do what you gotta do yeah. so other than that yeah good luck this season yeah thanks for talking to me yeah no. Well, that does it for this episode of the Alaskan Grappler podcast. I would like to thank Ellie again for taking the time to sit and chat with me. I would also like to thank you for listening to this podcast. I've gotten some great feedback over the last few podcasts, so I really appreciate it. If you weren't aware, all previous podcasts are available at alaskangrappler.com under the podcast tab. You can also find all of the episodes on Spotify and YouTube. That being said, stay tuned for the next episode of the Alaskan Grappler podcast. You like that? You like that? You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs>